Wait and a minute, there's some noise, Bob, coming from <clears> the <throat> other room. Quiet, please. And on that note, I want to welcome everybody to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein, we should pay extra to hear the five minutes before the show. People would be, I don't know what the right word is, but they would be something. I think the word is horrified. They, they'd, be, they'd, be, they'd, be, they'd, be, they'd be absolutely horrified. I want to welcome everybody that's been uh, that's been subscribing to our email, benstein.substack.com. Well, at the same time, thanking everybody for the downloads. It's been great. One of our best weeks ever. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Little, little black hearts. <laughs> and uh, you could hear Ben's interview with uh, Gary Collins on inflation from Gary Collins on the simple life now.com and the economy. So go to that. It's up. It's, it's rocking and rolling. Gary Collins from the simple life now.com. And of course, we grow hair indie.com. Oh, I want to see. It. Oh my God, that hair is incredible. Mr. Emotional. Oh my God, that hair is incredible. Mr. Emotional himself. Oh my God. Mr. Emotional, the oh number one God. talk show Wait in all of Indiana. I have to put a gun over my whole head when from, I see hair like that. From WIVC, <laughs> bam, Rob Kendall. And Gary and I have a oh. question for you. Yes, we have a very important question. Yes. If we take the costly venture out to see you will you present us with the finest veal at your availability well it depends on when it is what is veal in season is it like a seasonal yeah. veal well, yes the only good veal i know of is in my club and that uh will close uh, let's see let me think for a moment that will close i'll close probably beginning of may this is extremely riveting for the people that are listening. Uh, yes. But I will tell you, in. that is good veal. That's some good veal. And there you are. And the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saints, and a loving father, grandfather, mathematician, statistician, famed speaker who's in Orlando right now getting ready to speak at a big event. Uh, but most importantly, husband, and second most importantly, the doctor, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. With these hands, I have managed to do something that was not even considered to be on the map of medicine. I have located in Mr. Bar, Mr. Putin, what's his name? Putin, that's Putin. I have located Mr. Putin. What used to be apparently a brain is now a vestigial organ that looks and smells a lot like, well, something is not a brain. Let's put it that way. Well, so you say. So you it was, say. Ben, it, was, it was a brain. It's what do you say, Benjamin Jeremy Stein? We don't know. He's been poisoning people for years. He's been killing people for years, and we've let him go through it for years. And we're shocked when he decides to do it on the grander scale. But I want to welcome everybody to the world according to Ben Stein. And my first thing, I'm going to go. I didn't say I was shocked. No, no. I, I'm saying we as the public. But I want to. I want to go, uh, Larry Clayman, on everybody to start out with the show because I was really thinking about this today. And it's fr- as, as we're arresting double agents in America, Ben Stein, there was a woman that was arrested today for being a KGB agent. And I couldn't help but think to myself that, I, that for the past three years pretty much now, we've been destroyed by foreign enemies in one way or the other. We had China destroy the world with, uh, with the covid whether whether it was purposely or accidental, no, Ben, it it, it killed oh, a lot. Come on, I mean, come on. You and I have eaten many bad meals at Chinese restaurants. What's the big deal? <laughs> yeah, what, what's a little what's a little COVID poisoning to to to, to kill to kill to kill many around the world? And now you have Russia 
uh, doing this to Yugoslavia. I mean, doing this to the Ukraine. Yugoslavia. I've been in Yugoslavia for a while now, do, my doing, friend. Doing this to the Ukraine. And I can't help but think this is a, this is, a, call me crazy. They're some, crazy. Yeah, there is some weird connection between all the world's events that have <laughs> unfolded, Ben. And uh, we didn't see it coming. And it's oh, so I, I beg your pardon. I think I have a very, very, very smart friend named Baron Thomas. He has a very, very, very smart friend named Steve Gage. And I will tell you that back in 1990, when the Soviet Union was breaking up, uh, he predicted every bit of this. So you had one person, but my bigger point being is the last three years we've we've it, it, it's like the carnage that's been inflicted on the world by foreign enemies, by really foreign enemies at this. I mean, they are enemies at this point, Ben Stein. And it's it. You know, I was driving before to Malibu for someone I know. And I found much of that cost. And I found it for me to find because I left some medicine there. And I found a great deal on gas, Ben Stein, and it was five sixty-seven a gallon. I was like, wow, this is a bargain compared to the six oh three that I saw coming here, Ben. So Well, let me just say I respectfully would like to tell you, very respectfully, that I do not agree with you about this carnage that's been inflicted on the world by Russia and China. Mr. Putin, yes, has killed Apparently, I don't know. I, I was not a witness. Has apparently killed a number of people who uh, were giving him trouble in the Soviet, former Soviet Union. He apparently has done that. I wasn't there. I wasn't a witness. I can testify about it in, in a court of law. China apparently uh, did have some part in spreading around the COVID virus, which has caused or led to the deaths of a large number of people. Uh, did they do it on purpose? Probably, but I'm not sure. But uh, this is very small change compared with what other countries in the world have done in the way of uh, mass murder. Very, I think, very small I, I, you know, I'm going to have to humbly disagree a little bit with Ben Stein. Okay, well, that's okay. You can, and you can, Gary you can, Collins. You can arrogantly disagree. No, I always do it with respect and love. But I, I think COVID really, this, you know, whether whether whatever or not, Gary, it, it really ever or not. What does that mean? However, it got out by hook or by crook, Gary, whether it was we, we know it was from a lab, whether it was done on purpose or not. We haven't done one single investigation on it, so we'll never know. And that always leads me to believe <laughs> that makes me really laugh because <clears throat> what good do our investigations do? That's exactly right, Gary. <clears throat> well, what can we say? We've, we were given a little reprieve of maybe three hours before we went into war. So I'm glad the Biden administration has made sure that they have been consistent in stressing all of us out at all times for absolutely no reason. Great so way glad. of saying uh, what I yeah. was trying to say. Thank you. I, you know, I'm, I'm well, a I don't think guy. we're at war. You think we're at war? Oh, we're at a proxy war for sure. Um, and the, uh, it's kind of playing out like I thought it would. My problem is, why are, is everyone in NATO so hell-bent on getting the Ukraine in NATO? I don't understand. I gave an example to a friend today. I said, this is because he was we were agreeing. But I went, this is like China and Russia going, you know what, U.S.? We're going to set up, we're going to bring in Mexico into our fold. They're now going to be a communist country. And we're going to build military bases there. And you got to get all your shit out of there. How's that sound? No manufacturing there anymore. We would lose our mind. <laughs> and there is no reason for them to do it except for upset us and start a war. 
Yeah, but we, we that isn't anything like what's happening or what was supposed to happen with Ukraine. We weren't pro proposing to, to make the Russians or, or anybody of any kind take any kind of installations out of there. We were not proposing to set up nuclear missile installations there. And we've never started a war against the, against Russia ever since since there's been a Russia. So it, well, I'm, I'm not sure what the-, what the Russia and China wouldn't be is. starting a war with us either. They would just be bringing in Mexico into their fold in I, the warmness I, of their hearts. That's well, it. I, I, you see, you're, you're, now you're, you're comparing apples and oranges. We, we don't want Mexico to be a base for the Soviet Union because the Soviet Union is a malign, evil, country and russia has shown a lot of signs of it being the same as the soviet union uh, that being said uh, we don't want anybody screwing around in mexico and uh, so uh, what i don't i don't get what the connection is here we yes we would not want anyone screwing around with mexico b what we're doing with ukraine has nothing to do with what anybody was proposing to do with mexico i mean what but i mean i get it from russia's perspective i had to put it in their perspective of all right, NATO was basically created to keep us in check. I'm talking as Russia. Right Now they want to basically extend it to a country that was the old USSR, which we have said we would like to take back if we can. We haven't done it yet, but we would like to. And you're giving us a reason to by putting it into NATO, which we've said absolutely 100% not for years. This is no secret. We have said uh, do not, no, it's not up do to that. Them. But it's not up to them. I mean, and, and but there's a but huge there's difference no between there's no difference between NATO. There's a huge difference between NATO and the Warsaw Pact. I mean, the Warsaw Pact is countries that have repressed their own population with the utmost brutality in the post-war period. We we haven't seen anything like that in anything the U.S. has done. So I'm not, well, strategically I'm, though, Ben, couldn't we? NATO surrounds Ukraine. We have. NATO countries surrounding Ukraine. We well, they could don't build really. up I mean, bases. They don't. They don't really. I mean, if you look at the map, you see they're 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 often former members of the Warsaw Pact, not not true, members true. of NATO at all. That's very true. Well, that's a big that's a big but. But they're still NATO countries. We can still know, but, put but arms no, in. We have arms in Poland. Well, we, it's not well, like we, we don't have anything we could, there. We can put arms anywhere. We can put on. We can put arms in the North Pole, and they could easily reach anywhere in Russia. True. And I could, could easily easily reach anywhere in Russia. I mean, we we are a peace loving country. We don't start wars except when we've made very serious mistakes. Which, excuse me, but we, we were warned. Done, but we have done. But we were warned. What we were warned. We were warned, we were warned this would to start a war. No, we were we warned. No, we were warned. They didn't want us to start to have a NATO base in Ukraine, and we said. It's not up to you. It's NATO, Ukraine is a sovereign state. It's not up to you. It's not up to us. If they want to apply to join, then they can go through the usual application process and apply. We're not going to force them to join. We're not going to give them the atom bomb if they join. They can apply to join if they want to join. But we're not saying that they, they must join. We're not going to say that we're going to give them nuclear weapons if they do join. <clears throat> that being said, I completely agree that in general, don't start stirring up a hornet's nest. I mean, if the Russians really and truly find it incredibly upsetting and offensive that the, that uh, Ukraine is a member of NATO, we should be taking that very seriously into account. On the other hand, uh, the Russians seized the Crimea. We did not ask them to do that. 
We did not make Crimea. I threatened to make Crimea a member of NATO. Uh, the Russians just did that on their own account. The Russians invaded Georgia, not the sovereign state of Georgia, the peace state. They invaded the country of Georgia and they seized and took it over with a fairly large amount of bloodshed. We've never done anything like that in the 20th century or the 21st century. So yep. there's nothing there's nothing that the Russians can be thinking of that we would do that would be a threat to them. Wasn't Georgia based upon uh, them utilizing terrorist attacks against Russia, though? Am I remembering wrong? No, that's your thing of Chechnya. Chechnya. Of Chechnya that's a totally yeah. different Okay, area. Rob's and been I totally silent. Okay, Let's hear it. All, right. all that hair to think about. I'd like to point out, I canceled my cable solely because I was not paying enough attention while on the show and was busy watching sports that I had bet on. So I got to get a point in here now that I don't have any TV to watch anymore because of you guys. Uh... <laughs> Ideally, we wouldn't even have to care, though, right? We care about this because of the financial impact, and there shouldn't really be any financial impacts if we just taken care of business here at home. What financial was, what impact is, would be What is the financial impact? I mean, Georgia, I'm sorry, I beg your pardon. Ukraine is a very, very small country compared to the countries we do a lot of business with. What no, no, I think he's referring to gas prices, but even though, oh. even, even even so, oil was, remember, Rob, living that in Los was, Angeles. That was just Biden did that. That's exactly Biden right. Did on that on purpose. Biden did that on purpose to express his hatred of the oil and gas companies. There's no, there was no reason for him to ban fracking. No, but that Ben, it's total insanity. But Ben, it's more than that, because they're using, Rob, this as a talking point right now, so they hope Americans forget it's not like this crisis in the Ukraine and Russia caused the, the, the gas prices to soar from $2 a gallon to $6 a gallon. We were at $5 a gallon. It's no, gone no. up 60 cents. I, I agree, but uh, $3 is still better than $4. I mean, yes. uh, there has been yeah, an impact we, because of this. We, we didn't, the Ukraine didn't do that. Nothing about the controversy about the Ukraine did that. That was done by Mr. Biden and his environmentalist ha -ha, friends uh, shutting down fracking and shutting down the Keystone Pipeline. We were, look, look, Mr. Biden was on TV today. I happened to have the pleasure of catching him. He said, oh, no, 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 there's still plenty of places to drill for oil in the United States. There are plenty of oil leases that the government has to let out and, and, and private companies are not approaching government for them. Well, we used to hear that exact same set of lies from Carter and Clinton. That's a standard Democrat line. The truth is, and it can be looked up anywhere on your phone and in a Britannica, sorry, I beg your pardon, in Almanac, anywhere. We were producing a hugely greater amount of oil under Trump than under Biden, hugely greater. Is there some connection? Yes, Mr. Biden cut down on our production of oil, hence causing a crisis for the American consumer. I saw him, that smug little son of a bitch, on, on TV this evening saying, yes, someone was saying to him, aren't you worried about the price of, uh, of, of oil? What do you think about the price of oil? And he said, it's going to go up. It's not my fault. It's Russia's fault. Huh. Fuck but that was, you. That it was, was my point. your ben, fault. Ben, that was my point. They're hoping that this Russia-Ukraine situation makes people forget how high yes. gas prices were before this Ukraine, it's like 11 days, it's gone up 60 cents, let's say. But right. since, Trump, since Trump left office, it was maybe $3 a gallon here. It's roughly double. It's but roughly. Because, 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 uh, this is a guy who has a psychopathic hatred of the energy company. Why? Well, I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again. He is the little 
nerdy guy and his pals are little nerdy guys and gals uh, with a little teeny dicks thinking that the Texas guy is out there with his 10-gallon hat and his big dick on his horse uh, while they're sitting in a library uh, playing with themselves in the stacks. And and, and the uh, and the uh, he's jealous as hell. Oh my God. Ben, ben, ben I always try to steal part of this show for my show. <laughs> I cannot use any of what you just said. Not because it's not great, but I just can't play those words on FM radio. Well, you could believe you could be you could believe it, or or, or he'd or have like, to believe the whole thing and and have a fake and have a fake voice. Like like <laughs> don't do Ben's voice. Just just bleep the whole thing. And it's funny. Somebody nasally. I, I, I've really bad sinus infection, sinus problems right now. Somebody said, you know, you really do sound like Ben right now. And I was like, you're you're starting to sound more uh, like Ben. And I was like, that's the nicest compliment a person could say. They say it's not like Ben Stein. But the thing is, Ben, Hunter Biden likes energy companies. He likes anybody who pays him. He likes anybody who pays him. He likes men. You can fly or I mean in Ukraine and Russia. He likes likes anybody who pays him a lot. And and you know what? The same is true of most human beings. But the difference is his father is the big guy. His father is the president of the United States. That's actually what he called him, I think. I know. That's why yeah. I used that phrase. His father is was always has been a big power in Congress for a long, long time. His father was vice president under uh, some other guy who was president. Uh, there's no question in my mind that he was selling influence, peddling influence. It's an outrageously clear-cut example of accepting bribes and soliciting bribes. <clears throat> nothing's done about it at all nothing absolutely nothing well the good news is though the clintons are filling the vacuum and getting that clinton money making machine back up and running prepared <laughs> for dead bodies you know you know it's funny flowing in from all over the you, world you know it's funny it reminds me of that scene i don't remember if anybody remembers from coming to america but at the end they sort of pay, paid a little tribute to trading places and it was Don Amici and Yum Cronin, and he throws them like a bag of money, and he says, we're back. And that's the Clintons right now, Rob. But I can't help, it's amazing. We can't lose sight of the events that were before Russia invading Ukraine. It's, it's, it's a great way of masking the supply chain, all these different things that, that have been going, the inflation. Blame whatever you want. Nothing oh, to do with Russia. It's interesting. I had a guy on, and I think Gary's going to interview him. He was great, um, and and his name's Bill Herrick, and he uh, puts together investors to drill oil wells throughout southern Indiana, and he was walking through the process of how oil works, and he said one of the problems that nobody's talking about, and this was way before Russia and Ukraine, is even if you have the ability to drill because they so disrupted the supply chain with paying people not to work, et cetera. They don't have the workers to work the oil wells. He said, that's a a problem that nobody's talking about right now is even if you have the ability to do it, you don't have the workers to pull it off. Well, I I completely agree, but I don't, I don't know that we have to, that we can blame Mr. Uh, Mr. Biden for that, although we should, but uh, just on general principles, we should blame him for everything. But, uh, it's tonight's episode is called Occam's Biden. Right. But on the other hand, we do know 
that Mr. Biden very intentionally shut down oil and gas production. And we're, we're, we are feeling the effects of it. Although interestingly enough, the effects are very hard to measure because while we all like to complain about it, and I'm one of those who likes to complain about it, uh, what we have seen is there has not been a giant d- diminution in driving or use of automobiles or SUVs or trucks or buses since the price of gasoline started going up. So uh, maybe it was too low. Before. You know, Ben, remember when we went to the airport a day ago or two, was it two days ago at this point or whenever we left? Yes. And I was driving to the airport and you said, there's no traffic. This is the fastest I've ever made it to the airport. That, that was that was on, on the 405. Yeah. You're, you're entirely right, but I was driving around here in Orlando today. And Total anecdotal data. There was a lot of traffic. Total anecdotal data right. about that day that we drove. Right. Right. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to The World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. We've had a lively debate tonight. It's been fun listening to Gary and Ben talk. And it's been fun, of course, for, from WeGrowHairIndy.com, uh, Rob Kendall. But here for com- comedic relief. I'm here for comedic relief. No, you're not. You're, you're here missing. because you are the substantial citizen that represents the great state of Indiana. And you're Mr. Emotional. And uh, we, uh, we, you know, we love having you on. You couldn't do the other night. We were very disappointed. But on that note, remember, benstein.substack.com. Download the emails. Listen to Rob every day from 9 to noon. And I guess it's called the Rob and Friends Show right now. Yeah, we call it something different every day. Okay, on WIBC, bam, the president of Conservative Talk Radio, and of course, Gary Collins from the thesimplelifenow.com. Ben, this Iran nuclear deal is about to go in effect. And is it? I didn't realize it it's quite it, that close. It's, it, it, they've been saying it's weeks away, it's weeks away. The frightening thing, Ben, is I was reading from a, person, a former person that worked at the State Department or one of these organizations that said, basically, we are giving them $90 billion dollars they will have ni- access to $90 billion of, of money that's theirs or seven and $7 billion from a slush fund. And Ben, I can't help but think, I mean, I, I can't, I, 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 it's, we are, what the heck are we, is this, what have we done to ourselves? It's a terrible mistake, catastrophic mistake. And uh, there's been something very sinister and wicked going on between the Democrats and the uh, Islamic State of uh, Republic of uh, Iran for a long, long time. And uh, I think the end of it is going to be uh, atomic war somewhere, whether it's going to be Israel uh, flattening uh, some areas in Iran, whether it's going to be, God forbid, Iran striking Israel and the United States first, God forbid. I just... uh, I'm very, very worried about it. Uh, it terrifies me. And uh, if I may say so, could not there could not be a clearer example of the idiocy of the American hate America left. No, it's, it's extremely well said. And thank you for sharing that. And, and I, I, Rob, it's, I keep on saying to people, are you better off now? Are you happier? Like, like, like the tweets that bothered you, the orange man bothered you, all of that stuff. Boy, we're really winning, Rob. We're doing great. The world is, I mean, Iran's about to have nuclear weapons. China's doing their thing. Kim Jong-un's sending missiles. Putin's got 6,200 warheads. Gas is an all-time high. Inflation. I could go down the list, Rob. How are we better, Rob? Yeah, but that's if you subscribe to the fact that you believe that Biden got 81 million legal votes. And I don't think he got anywhere near close close to that. I say that all the time. You're you're, you're, you're completely right. Yes. I mean, I, we laugh about that. Who are these 81 million people? I don't think there's anyone near. Wait a million. minute. Wait a minute. There's Shabazz 
O'Kennedy. He's in uh, Harlem. There's uh, Mustafa Rex uh, Tigrida. He's in Oakland. I don't know. I, I, it's going to take me a long time to get through all anyone. Uh, and and this is the question. Onisha oh, oh, Hamilton Murdoch. She's in a suburb of Philadelphia. I, I, quote, I quote Robert. I just want to quote Dick Durbin. Doing business with the devil in Iran, Venezuela for a few days could help on oil. Dick Durbin, United States Senator, a Democrat. Yeah, but but you know what? The Republicans facilitate this bullcrap, too, by acting like they're all offended by the fact that we do stuff with Russia. I mean, I don't, Indiana's like a bunch of other states that's banned Russian stuff. I mean, it's just it's ridiculous. Like they just woke up one day and realized, oh, Russia's a bunch of really bad people. Can't believe we were doing business with them. It's all disingenuous. It's all disingenuous. We've been doing business with bad people for a long, long time. Look, even my boy, Mr. Nixon, whom I love and worship and would give my life for, even he went to visit Mr. Chow and Mr. Mao uh, during the Cultural Revolution when people were getting killed by the millions. And he went to visit and, and to salute Mao Zedong and Chow and Zhou Enlai uh, during the Cultural Revolution. That was really stunning and horrifying. And Mr. Nixon... And Mr. Johnson did extremely close bargaining and backslapping with the heads of the USSR while they were still running huge concentration camps for slave laborers. So I'm afraid this has been going on for a long time. But Gary, do you remember when Trump was evil for, uh, for, for his views on dictators? And his view on dictators was keeping them at bay. Remember, oh, every time Trump called you my good friend, it's like, uh, what is, what is, Ben, what do you often say? I know, you're going to say, it's like when I say with all due respect. It's like when Trump calls you my good friend, it's like when Ben says with all due respect. And uh, you remember he was in it's bed with Dick. For, I will bomb the shit out of you. Yeah, that's exactly right. And, and, now with, and, and now with all due respect, Dick Durbin and these Democrats, we are thinking about getting into bed for a few days. And you know how it is. It's never a few days. It is a long, it is, a, it becomes a, there's nothing that ever gets set in motion in America with Bill's Gary that's a few days. It's never a one night stand. Well, I, I, call, I like to call him Dick Turban. And also, could we get rid of Lindsey Graham? I swear to God, he has been on TV for 48 hours straight and I am sick of him. I do not want to see him ever again. Please make him go away, Ben. He's, he's Ben's friend, but Ben even disagrees. He's, he's but even Ben disagreed with his comments on. He's been on a, a streak. On, on, the, on, on the assassination of. Uh, of Mr. Of, Putin. I don't think we should assass- go around assassinating the leaders of foreign countries. I don't want them coming around assassinating Mr. Trump. Oh, wait, he's not president. I don't want well, they have in a different way, Ben. Yeah, they have. The, the, I, don't it, want them, I know they have. The, I, I don't want them coming around assassinating anyone. Yeah, well, it's, and him bringing up and supporting having a no fly zone over Ukraine and us enforcing it. It's like, what are these people thinking? Do they not understand what war? Oh, that's right. They don't understand what war is because they never fight them. They just get all of us killed in them. They need to stop. They just need to stop with the rhetoric, shut their mouths and just pass, pass bills and open the pipelines up. That's all they need to do. And, and, ben, I, and you know what the amazing thing, Ben, is? I think they would have Democrat support right now. That's the, you know, you have Tester, you have Manchin, you, you have 50 Republicans that would be, would be, would 100% want well, to open, they, want to open up. And it's like, you don't, he, where is this, at this point, you have Menendez, it's, and Menendez, 
you have a, a, quite a few Democrats who might be up for re-election, who might not be up for re-election. And this is really a time where, where, where Republicans could make some great gains or conservatives can make some great gains, but they can't keep a message straight, Ben. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's partly that, but uh, they, they just got so, so, so confused about not really fighting back about the fracking. I mean, we, we had a really, really, really strong issue with fracking and we just blew it away. We just didn't, didn't follow up on it at all. And Rob, this goes to your point. And Rob, it's like you hear, listen, Biden speaks, CBS repeats. Biden speaks, NBC, ABC, they all repeat. You could go, you could watch every Sunday show, hear six Republicans and hear 50 different messages, Rob. It's it's the wildest thing. They, they, They lack messaging and leadership. Well, yeah, now you've got this thing where where McConnell is fighting with Rick Scott because Rick Scott dared to actually maybe actually put out a vision for the Republican Party. And this and I talk about this a lot on the air. The problem the Republicans have right now is they know if they just say nothing, they're easily going to take back the House and probably the Senate. And so they're not going to put a vision out. That's why they had Kim Reynolds, who was as boring as, uh, uh, you know, the floor. Did deliver the response to the state of the what union. What floor? Wait, wait, what floor? The floor right in front of me, Ben. Okay, see, I can't see that floor. For all uh, I know, it, that floor has pictures of Hillary Clinton spread eagle. Could happen. Uh, but I wouldn't put that past you to have that on your floor. The point is, there's no vision for the Republicans because they don't have to. And so what you're going to get is a party that's going to get back in there that's about power, and they're not going to do anything when they get back in there. Well, that's always true. And uh, if anybody's worrying, yes, the dog for some reason likes the attention when I'm while we're doing this show. Why well, take the dog out? I Ben, I took the, I take this dog out fifteen times a day. He was at the dog park today for forty minutes. You know, dogs crave attention. You ever heard of Benadryl? <laughs> I'm allergic to it, so the dog would probably be too. Uh, but Ben, this is this is uh, this is something we discuss often, though. It's it's there is no messaging. And it's it's amazing, though, you you know, you have I was uh, you have this this idiot Vindman. Who's going after um, Ron Johnson of uh, of Wisconsin claiming this is his fault that, that 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 and you have Ron Johnson, who good for him, went back and said, if it wasn't for this impeachment sham under Trump. And, and again, this is why I bring it up. It's so important Ben, that that we remember how so much of all of this started. It's so it, that, that, that President Trump was put in this conundrum. He called Zelensky, whatever he said on that phone call, he said, they sent the money, he's impeached, and or he, 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 they try to impeach him then, and it sets off this whole thing in motion from that. And I mean, you don't think Putin, I mean, it, 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 we have to remember the facts. I remember the facts. I have no doubt, by the way, we, we, we have strayed somewhat from the beginning of the show where you said you thought all of this that's happening now was more than coincidence, that there was some kind of conspiracy involved. And I completely agree. I mean, Mr. McCarthy, Senator McCarthy, most of the people watching this show uh, probably don't remember. And uh, those who do remember probably think I'm insane for mentioning him in a complimentary I was going to bring way. it up today, by the way. But, uh, but uh, McCarthy said uh, a lot of these things are happening in America or in the world. A lot of the communist takeover, especially of China, 
they're not an accident. They didn't have it by mistake. Uh, oh, brilliant! Going on. Brilliant. Going on. Well, well, McCarthy said it, and uh, the Democrats uh, just tore him to little pieces, and the media tore him. In fact, it was in the slandering and sliming of Joe McCarthy that the media first got it started in a big way, being uh, consistently leftist. This is why he's Ben Stein, because it's Gary. That point he just brought up was effing brilliant. Because when you think about it, you know, when you really think about it, on the college campuses across America, they've been inundated with communist socialist ideas for the better part of 50 years. We know that there have been Chinese spies on way, college campuses, and they, we know how long they've been indoctrinated. So, so Gary, we have a bunch of people running around, right? I mean, you, you know, you, there's people that would wear the Shea, however you pronounce his last Shea, name. Shea, Shea, Shea Guevara. 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 And, and Gary, a mass murderer of civilians. To his point, Gary, we really got to be very careful right now because I, I, I don't know with there being a lot of Russians in America. That's my only thing I'm going to say about that. Oh, not enough Russians in America because we don't get enough blintzes. <laughs> well, what was that? Uh, oh, gosh, that show for a while. Was it what was that show called? Not the Russians. To um, Catch a Predator? No, oh, no, no, it was no, about the Americans, the Americans. The Americans. Americans. There you go. Not the but that show was based loosely on real events. Um, oh, yeah. There oh, was yeah, plenty. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a lot of actual couples, Russian couples that were in America as cells. I mean, that was well known. Oh, I had some of them living very near me yeah. when I was a child growing up in Silver Spring, Maryland. And, I and, sure you, and part of their Maryland. process has always been to indoctrinate young Americans to get them in. And, and China's been ahead of far as getting, if you listen to we, that guy named Miles Wakeham, who we know, he talks about how, how the Chinese infiltrated the education. Look at all Chinese. Well, they infiltrated <laughs> the education upper uh, colleges in, in uh, Australia. That was part of their plan. They, sh they funneled in hundreds of thousands of Chinese um, uh, citizens into the Australian colleges and they were getting paid $25,000 per student. That's why Australia said, sounds great. What a great deal. And that's been going on in America, too. The Ivy League schools have been a pipeline for radicalized Chinese students who then come in and radicalize the American students. It's been going on for decades. Maybe it's also because the Chinese students do their homework. Yeah, they excel in communism and ethnic cleansing studies. It's great. As a university professor of many, many years, I will tell you, for a professor to have a student who actually does his or her, or non-binary, homework is very, very great treat. Uh, two, two things real quick. Yes. One, John Boy from Little House on the Prairie was on The Americans, and he was awesome on that show. Oh, I love him. And two, who is John the, Boy from the from you mean from the, Walton, John Boy? from the, the Waltons. Waltons? I'm sorry, what from did the I say? Waltons, the Waltons, not yeah. Little House. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, so it's all the same. It's, it's a big, it's a big difference. It's a big difference of a show. Yeah, but uh, yeah. And then two, the ending that was such a great series, and it had one of the worst endings ever. If you're gonna start a show, you better end it as strong as you start it, and that's all I got on that. No, I would say Saint Elsewhere <laughs> had the worst ending of any show of all time. Easily, I don't know if anybody's familiar with the ending of it, and it was made by Gwyneth Paltrow's repulsive father, Bruce Paltrow, who is who, who didn't hire. Just so people know, give some people some. Uh, he didn't hire uh, Dwight Schultz, who was on the A team, who played Murdoch, because he didn't want a Reagan Republican work, a, a, a Reagan Republican working, or a Nixon Repo Reagan Republican working on his show. 
and they ended the show that the whole show was based on a boy staring into what are those things you shake and the the snow, snow globes, globes. Snow the globes. snow globes and it was all a fantasy the show never existed well, I, the fact that you watched that show and it appears you watched it to the end, I will call the man card club. I, I read about it, Gary. Gary, Gary I mean, you don't we, have to watch to read. And uh, I did like saying elsewhere. Okay, that was, that was assuming. Is, it the, wor- is uh, the worst dream sequence ever Bobby Kennedy's, uh, not Bobby Kennedy, uh, Bobby Ewing's uh, uh, death on Dallas? And I then never watched just- it. We're totally digressing, and we've digressed. Ben, we're, we've putting ben, we're putting ben, ben Stein to sleep. Let's get back to it. I think the point that Ben raised is exceptional, and well, I really your do. Point, <laughs> your, your point, that there is, it is not true that all these things that have happened, they're negative for the United States of America and for freedom-loving people, happen just by chance. There has been some kind of conspiracy at work for a long, long time. Okay, let me ask you this question. I'll get, did you ever in your wildest dreams, Ben, think you'd be saying that? I know you believed it with Nixon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you believed it, but on this level. No, 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 no. Well, let's back up a little bit and remember that I was probably the only person, one of the only people ever in my neighborhood and my high school, my high school to think that McCarthy had something there. Whereas everybody else thought he was a crazy son of a bitch. Well, you were also the only one that stood up for a Strauss-Kahn. But, uh, oh, I, yeah. Boy, that, oh, God. For, you what know, a story that is. Wow. And I still, you know, this is why you should always uh, wiki check, wiki, uh, Rob. But, it, it, Rob, we're in for some, I don't know what times we're ahead right now, but it really, I, and somebody said to me, should I get gas today? And I'm not kidding. Somebody asked me before, or is it going to go up tomorrow? And I was like, I have no idea. But I mean, she could be a hundred percent correct, and guess tomorrow could be seven dollars and fifty cents. Before well, okay. we know. What does he think we are? We don't know. Who the hell does he think we are? We don't know the answer to questions like those. No, we don't. But at the pace we're going, Ben, it is going up. Doesn't uh, well, seem we don't know. My turn to start going down now. You think? You we, think... we cannot predict commodity prices. That's definitely that's definitely true, Rob. Four dollars well, people... a gallon. If people ask me if they should get something, I always tell them yes, because I like to be a positive person and speak in the affirmative. So if somebody asks me if they should get something, I always try to tell them yes. Okay, good. And Ben, I got to be honest with you. I've never heard you talk about this stuff like this pre the last four or five. I've never heard you, 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 you go down certain rabbit holes that we've got that we've definitely crossed. I, I, I never thought you would talk, you would refer to, you, you would look at the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, the DOJ, and all these. Well, I never thought I'd see a science, never thought I would see a spectacle like the spectacle of the persecution of Donald Trump in the halls of Congress and in the media, but especially in the halls of Congress and especially by the so called law enforcement agencies in the United States, especially the FBI and the CIA, which were clearly running a conspiracy against the president of the United States, egged on by the media, egged on by members of Congress, a a clear-cut conspiracy against the president of the United States. Well said. And Gary Collins, uh, to the people listening, we were going to do an abridged version of the show like we did the other night, and I'm not going to cut the stream like I accidentally did the other night, so you'll be able to watch both shows and listen at the same time. 
we won't be here Thursday night for the people that are listening to The World According to Ben Stein. Uh, we, we'll be back at our regular time on Saturday night, but we will be releasing a fun podcast. And if you want to watch that podcast, just go subscribe to our Rumble channel where you could find us. This is really boring, Ben. He's putting his head down. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> contemplating. I'm thinking to myself about your question about when did I realize that there, this was a full-scale conspiracy? I was going to say, when during Watergate, I realized there's a full-scale conspiracy against Nixon. But, and, I, and I think I was so horrified while I was watching the hearings about the so-called the Russia collusion, so horrified to see that the FBI had been completely co-opted and made into an instrument against the sitting president of the United States elected by constitutional means uh, that I just, uh, I should say, I, I can never quite feel the same about this incredibly great country. And believe me, it's a great country. Every day I'm here, I'm incredibly blessed and, and I'm grateful for it. I'm on my hands and knees with gratitude. But uh, a line I think was crossed during those hearings uh, in which there was simply no evidence of anything that Trump had done wrong. And there was a lot of evidence that the agencies that were supposed to enforce the law were in fact subverting the law. And that was a very upsetting view. And Ben, if you could lift your microphone just a little bit, that would be great. Gary Collins, final thoughts on this. Yeah, for me, as bad as things are, we have to realize, yeah, we're paying high gas prices. Our food's a little more expensive, but we have homes. We're not being bombed. We're not being uh, losing our country and having to live in another country for probably the rest of our lives. We're lucky, you know, we're really lucky. The the inconveniences we're going through right now are inconveniences. It's great. They're they're not life or death, you know, and be thankful and say prayers for the Ukrainians. Um, I think that was perfectly said. Rob Kendall, Mr. Emotional, final thoughts. Uh, I defer to Gary. He is a man of few words, but immense uh, wisdom. And uh, even though uh, he met with my former co-host for several hours and didn't tell me, I still respect the hell out of him. Everyone else here knew, though. I told everyone else. Yeah, he told he, he's he's. <laughs> and of course, yes, best time. Final thoughts on this, because I just want you to get your, your thoughts on this one more time about the subversion. I, I want you to explain to people quickly what McCarthy is. What well, McCarthy it was. was a senator from uh Wisconsin, and he was a no nobody. Nobody thought he was anything much. And then one day he came out and he said, "I've got a list of some number of of uh, people in the State Department who are communists." And everybody made fun of him and laughed at him. And he, and he made the mistake of saying, "Well, the number wasn't precise. It might have been a little more, a little, few, a little fewer, or a little, a little more, a little less." But 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 then and so nobody took him seriously. But he was right. There were a lot of communists in the State Department, and we've now learned since the release of what were called the Venona decrypts, where we've got the inside information that these. Uh, KGB was getting that indeed the KGB had a number of agents inside the State Department, one of whom was named Alger Hiss, and he was largely responsible for the Korean War, which claimed roughly, very roughly, 60,000 American young, young American lives. And with that said, I want to thank everybody that's been watching this edition of The World According to That Man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. You can find Rob Kendall every day from 9 to noon. On 93.1 WIBC, bam, he's the president of Conservative Talk Radio. Gary Collins, of course, from the simplelifenow.com. And 
Ben Stein. You can always find his amazing columns at American Spectator, spectator.org. And the only thing I beg of Ben is to please raise your mic on your tie a little bit when you can. And I want to thank everybody that's tuned into this episode. We will see you all. God bless you. God bless America. God bless the Ukraine. Ben, you want to take us out? Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains, majesties above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Brilliant. Thank you.